freshman, freshman, do something crazy, do something crazy. Do you remember that song? No. <laughs> I love college by Asher Raw. I love college. And- oh, honestly, I was like, what? I was like, um so that that song has been in my head on repeat since I announced that we would have a new guest on I just read this book the podcast with me Taylor um so yeah if you're doing the math it's been a whole month with that song in my head on repeat and it's painful my like my poor brain but like the song I love college like I did, been there, done that, not doing it again. But it's also relevant for this episode because my friend Chelsea is here and I met her in college. So that is just how life presents itself sometimes. Um, okay, Chelsea, real quick, tell me your POV of our friendship and then I will tell mine because I love my story. <laughs> <laughs> so like how we met and everything or just how our friendship is? um how we met oh okay so I I I think this is funny I like it so we were in dance class what this was our sophomore year in college honestly we were in dance class and she was like all right pick a partner and I was like do do looking around and I was like I was like she's black I'm black (laughs) (laughs) I was like let's be friends. So I walked in, I was like, do you want to be partners? And you were like, yeah. <laughs> so our, our, I feel like our, well, obviously our, um, personalities clicked and I just really liked you. And I was like, I want to be her friend. <laughs> Cause I felt like we had a lot of similarities and I feel like we were kooky. <laughs> um, I, I literally love that because like, that is your story. And like mine is the same in dance class. I forget. I don't think was it my name? Okay. You remember I told you this, um, some dude, I forget if he was in the class, was watching our class or he was my neighbor or something. Some dude came up to me and he was like, what's your sister's name? And I was like, oh yeah, I don't have a sister. (laughs) He was like the, the girl you're with in dance class, what's her name, your sister. And I was like, um, there is a girl (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's a black girl in my class besides me I mean we sisters <laughs> but we're not blood so anyway long story short he wanted her number and I just thought it was funny that he thought we were sisters um and then yes uh Chelsea pretty much just took me under her wing because she was a sophomore at Indiana State and I was a transfer and I was like I don't want to make friends <laughs> I was like, come with my friend. I know, and Chelsea was like, here's Liz, here's so-and-so, here's so-and-so. I'm joining this sorority. You should do it too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just like followed her around. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Like, you were, you were a really good friend and you still are. So I was just like, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed your company when we were. Yes. In and here we are over 10 years later. I think that's nuts. I do too. It, what it has, it's been 12 years. 12? Yeah. Because it's sorry. 11. Okay. That <laughs> but makes still. sense. No, but still just like more than 10. I'm just like, what? Yeah. Cause it feels like yesterday as well. It does. I honestly always think of you because you're like 
you were like, I'm going to be a dancer for the LA Lakers. It was the Miami Heat get around. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's dope. Oh my God. Yes. That was dead ass a career goal. <laughs> it's still candy. Um, all right. So yes, that is Chelsea and I, and like, if you hear me call her Latrice, that is just what happens. Do you remember when you were like, I'm changing my name. Everyone called me Latrice. Yes. And like, no one did. And so I'm like the only person who calls you Latrice. Yeah. And my sister still makes fun of me for it. She was like, why do you want everybody? Like you always hate your name. I was like, I love my name, but it'd be cool for like a nickname, you know? Yeah. It's so funny. Sometimes I'll be talking to Nick and I'll like either I'll say both in like one conversation and he's like, who? <laughs> You're the only one that caught on. Yeah. Only I, I know. I, 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 I was going to, yeah. you know, um, yeah, set you up. Um, okay. So is this, this isn't your first podcast, right? You've no, it's on- not. No, um, I have all, actually, I've been on two other podcasts. Um, I know I was on my sister-in-law's it's called the inner circle podcast. Uh, and we just talked about basically anything they, it's just two sisters chit-chatting. So that was a lot of fun. I did that one last year mm-hmm. and then I did another one. Oh, what was it called? It was a scripted podcast and it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and it, I completely forgot about that. Oh gosh. The queen Queens. I'm going to have to look it up, but I was on that show yeah. and, um, I played like on one episode and it was a, it, it was really cool. That it was is- interesting being on a scripted versus not yeah. scripted. I told you I want to get into that, but I don't know when anyway, um, is she still doing her podcast? Yeah. I think she's on season four. Oh, <gasps> that's so cool. Mistaken. Yeah. Does she do an indie? Yeah, she does. Her oh. and her sister. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm going to link that in the description. Um, but I also want to listen to it because I think I was talking to Nicholas and I was like, I have the most famous podcast in Indianapolis. (laughs) You do. (laughs) I do in my head, but crime junkie is here and like everyone loves them some true crime, true crime. But I'm like, well, But yours is about books. It's different niche niches. The most popular book podcast in Indianapolis. Speaking of okay. So I mentioned last month that Chelsea wants to read books. Like (laughs) you will, well, you've only done this once, but whatever. This is now your niche. Uh, she'll like comment on my Instagram. I just wrote this book. And she's like, oh, I should read that. And do you read it? No. <laughs> okay. So you want to read books, correct? Yes. I just, I don't have the time or it doesn't continue to interest me. Mm, there's like this really good quote and it's like, everyone's a reader. They just have to find their book. Yeah. I love that. And it's funny because last year I read three, two books. No, I read three books last year. My goal was to finish five. Okay. Okay. How many did I finish? Three. None. Oh. <laughs> because you I, started three books but didn't finish them. Yes. So I oh, started this. Oh no. 
Yeah, I started like a self-help book. Um, it was it's called Bevelations by um see it's bad because I don't even remember the but her name is like Beverly something. But she just talked about her career and how she switched careers um when she was like in her 40s mm-hmm. and how she's been so successful. That was interesting. I loved it, but I didn't finish it. I finished it, I had like 30 pages left, didn't finish it. I know. And then I started listening, reading, um, rich dad, poor dad. I think I read 20 pages. It was on my phone. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, I need to stop looking at my phone a lot. And then I got a new phone. So I, (laughs) the book was on my old phone. So Mm -hmm. I stopped and then, but I really need to get into that because that book was really good. Maybe Um, you should try audiobooks oh good thing you said that because <laughs> I was listening to 50 cents book right um, hustle harder hustle smarter mm-hmm. stronger mm-hmm. and um that was really good I had like 30 minutes left and nothing and I didn't finish it no oh, that's I, I guess I, I guess I got to the good part mm-hmm. and I was like eh. <laughs> but it's okay I have another book I just started <laughs> okay you kind of make me sad. <laughs> Sorry. Like, uh, I cannot imagine not reading. You know, I, I read a lot of scripts. And- well, yeah. You, you remember we? she said, all I read is scripts and dollar bills. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I still love that. <laughs> all I read, I need you to make that a sticker. All I read is scripts and dollar bills. Hey, you should make that a dollar bills. Mm-hmm. Hundred dollar bills. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, there's Latrice in her saga of trying to complete a book. She will read Yay. some words, but now we have to complete a book. Yes, that's my goal this year. I, I cannot pick up another book until I finish the first book. So. I really need to go back and read the ones that I did not finish, but this one is like a, an actor book. So I was like, I kind of want to read this. So I'm going to finish it. All right. I'll have to finish one book a month. That that's hard for me too. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot. Um, well, we're all rooting for you, sister. <laughs> Yay. All eight of my listeners. <laughs> eight million I say um okay so anyway obviously I asked Chelsea to come on and she said yes so we are here to discuss Shauna Robinson's must love books um obviously Chelsea did not read it but that does not matter what matters is that she is here for me that is what matters friendship matters friendship yes so that is why she's here while we're here and here is where we're gonna go um okay so Chelsea I am going to give you the lowdown of Shauna Robinson's must love books and you'll ask questions that I'll answer and then we'll discuss questions of where I was at while I was reading yeah okay yeah perfect all right let's get it okay so in a nutshell our main character Nora hates her job. (laughs) I was like, me too. (laughs) And what? Okay. So Nora hates her job. Her work friends left 
or got fired. Um, her job gave her a pay cut. And then the job gave all of her duties from the jobs that they cut without paying her. Oh, the extra. So she's yeah. doing more work, less money, not even the same money because they gave her a pay cut. Like, uh-uh. Nora loves books. Thus, she works at a publishing house. But the books that they publish are not books that she would read, you know? So she's like, ugh. They're like, self-help books. Sorry, but ill. <laughs> no. Um, so she's poor and sad. And to be not as poor and sad, to be more just sad, she starts a new job at the rival publishing house. Wow. Savage. And then at her current job, she meets Andrew. <laughs> and Andrew is a writer and he's tall and cute. And so Nora's like, what up? But then she's like, oh no, never mind. Because Homeboy is like super duper happy and just like, like nothing ever sets him off. No, and she's like, let me try to set you up. And he's like, you can't. And I'm, she's just like, okay, well, I'm sad and I don't know how to be around you and all this positivity. So deuces. But he doesn't let her say deuces because he's a nice guy and is just too happy for his own good. So he's just like, no, let's play and be friends. Burr, burr, burr. Okay. So they talk and enjoy each other's company, but Nora, she's dealing with the creature. The creature is her depression. It's her depression and suicidal ideation. Do you know gotcha. that? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, so gulp. So she tries to hide the creature. She can't hide the creature. They break up. She loses her job. She doesn't know what she wants to do in a, to get another job. And then I can't remember if she goes to therapy or not, but then I'm like, how can she if she doesn't have a job? Oh yeah. But then at the end, she's like to Andrew, she's like, give me a year to get better. And then we can come back as friends or otherwise. And he's like, I can't wait a year. And then he was like, I'm done with my first, I'll be done writing my first draft in November. I want to see you then. And she's like, that's in six months. And he's like, I know. <laughs> and then the book ended. Really? Yeah. Is there a part two? No. So like they hugged and like, that was the end. So like, it's good in the sense that she's like taking control of like herself and like putting herself first and like trying to get better and like deal with the creature. And then like, in my unpopular opinion, off script, they do meet in November and they get back together, but it wasn't in the book. So, <clears throat> so, um, was there an ending <laughs> like I'm just trying to figure out because it does did it say that she fixed her problems that she was having like with her sad depression sound? it was just like very hopeful it was like so 
me as Nora. It was like, Nora woke up and was ready to conquer her fears. And like, obviously it's not that easy in real life, but that's just, it's the hope that they ended with. The hope for Nora getting better and the hope for Nora and Andrew coming back together in November. Hmm. I guess it's up to you to decide what happens. Very true. Um, in the ending, maybe that's what the author wanted. Mm-hmm. Apparently authors do that because I met an author once and I was like, I didn't get this. What does this mean? And she was like, what do you think it means? And I was like, I literally just said... <laughs> I don't get it I need the answer to be told to me yeah so I guess that's a thing interesting but I just said that she got better and they came back together and kissed so does the author have like plans to make a second book no of the story no I think she has a new book coming out later this year and I'm real excited about it because it's she always writes about books and I love mm-hmm. books but yeah um so do you what what what, what's up with you and the story any questions comments concerns I was just like is there an ending (laughs) but you know with me not finishing books that's that's funny that you come up with this specific book for us to talk about because I feel like the book didn't end. I don't finish books. So <laughs> don't be like, oh, I should continue not finishing books. No, you should. No, I need to, I know I need to do that for myself. Yes. Yes. Um, but that's interesting. So I don't know what questions to ask for this. Um, it's okay. I have questions. Go ahead. Um, well, let it be known in my unpopular opinion, this book is five stars. Thus, um, throughout the book, like, I think it was, it was technically a romance. Obviously it was fiction, but homegirl was dealing with like depression and suicidal ideation. I was like, oof. Which is real. Well, yeah, yeah, but I was also like, that wasn't my, oh, that wasn't my vibe going into it, but like, I loved it, but I was just like, oh. Yeah. Okay. So peep this, in the book, Andrew asked Nora, he was like, rate your happiness on a scale of one to 10. Andrew said 10, Nora said three. Wow. So bad. And like, obviously this book is fiction. So I don't know if this little tidbit that was in it was true or not, but in the book, it said the US average is almost... (laughs) average the u.s average is close to seven so like six point something interesting how would you rate your happiness on a scale of one to ten i was just thinking that i I really want to say like an eight good uh yeah because now if you would have asked me like six months ago i probably would have said a five because my job i didn't like my job i hated it just like her yeah and obviously it's not what i want to do but um no i just got a new job i just booked a commercial Eh. to get married it's just a lot of like really really good things happening in my life and you know god is good so all the time i would say i would say i'm an eight 
only because like I'm not full-time working in the industry just yet mm-hmm. but so, you're making hella moves shoddy thank you yes I am trying um I know do you watch Grownish? girl I just started watching that I used to not like it uh, I, I couldn't sit through the first two episodes mm-hmm. but now I'm on season four I think Ooh, yes. oh I'm on season two episode four or something like that I haven't okay. watched it in a couple weeks anyway. yes I love it um I love your eight good for you I was just talking to a friend not recently but like a couple months ago um she was like going through it and I was like girl I get it <laughs> I get it <laughs> and I was reading this book so I asked her that question and she said a five and like dead ass I'm at a five too like <sighs> yeah but like I could like Nora was at a three so I'm well proud of myself and my five <laughs> um I asked Nicholas too and he said at work he's a four and at home he said like nine and I'm like nine <laughs> I'm at home right and I am the greatest good you are ever gonna get you remember oh my gosh, <laughs> I know now I need to go watch the Incredibles um so side note speaking of happiness do you think money doesn't buy happiness correct Money does not buy happiness. It just creates opportunities that create happiness. Okay. <laughs> you know, Brandon tells me that all the time. I love that. I love I love that, but I don't like it when it just ends at it doesn't create happiness because I'm like, well, looking at my checkbook. Well, yeah, you got to realize how how there's so many rich people out there that are so sad. Like, not trying to make it sad but look at oh, how many people get sad. but were they yeah. not sad in the beginning even with that oh wait were they but what were they not sad <laughs> in the beginning before they had money they could have been but just think of how many people were like raised in money mm. they had they didn't have control over their life or they did or you know like what is a good example? Uh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know. I would just, there's a lot of like gossip girl, for example, even though it's, this is not real, but there are so many things happening in that school. They're all basically rich, Mm -hmm. but they are like, doing drugs to cope with things like euphoria doing drugs to cope with things or four besides nate okay i said gossip girl (laughs) but i said they're like doing drugs like euphoria yeah Yeah. um but like it's like the home lives like the Mm -hmm. parents may be out of control and the kids are being created in that same environment and then they get older and then maybe things aren't going well for them and so and then maybe one day they do get their dream job they get the money but then they're like well I'm not happy maybe I need a spouse so then they get a spouse they're happy for a couple years and they're like well I'm still not happy I need more 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 you know humans want more Mm -hmm. for ourselves so yeah um okay 
I honestly can't tell you yes or no because I need it. <laughs> Facts. And I know that I would be happier, but I'm not saying I would be happy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes, this is a quote. I don't know where I found it, but it says, happiness is a journey, not a destination. Yes. Oh, that's powerful. <laughs> that's powerful. Okay. So peep this, riddle me this. If you had to choose between your dream job and your dream partner, which would you choose? Uh, Brandon's probably listening. <laughs> I mean, I asked Nick this and he said, you would choose your job. <laughs> Is that true? I'm like, I hate my life for eight hours a day, honey. Like it's me helping you. Right. Um, small part of me wants to be like my life. But if I don't have my, like, if I don't have someone who I deeply enjoy there with me, then I feel like I wouldn't be as happy. And shoot, if I'm, if I'm with my, the love of my life, rather than being in my career, I'm gonna just travel, make myself happy with other things. (laughs) Have you ever seen the movie, The Longest Ride? No, wait, uh, no. Okay. Yeah. She like kind of sort of had to choose between her man and her job. And I was watching it with like these two other people and they were like, I would totally choose my man. I wouldn't ever like choose a job over my man. And I was like, but <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't have it all. Right. I don't, well, that was also before when I was like single and I was like, I don't need no man in T way, but right. I, don't, I wouldn't like, like if I was like back then, then sure. I would choose my career, but like with Nicholas now, I'm not going to say yes or no. <laughs> Cause I really couldn't tell you. Yeah. I think, I think 100% I would choose my man because I just feel like there's so many things that we could be doing like traveling and maybe because he travels for his job so I I feel like I can be make myself happier with other things yeah um Nicholas is a kindergarten teacher so I don't get benefits I will get my dream I I will get my dream job and come back for you baby right um so how, you said you had a job previously that you hated. I have hated all of my jobs. <laughs> how would you say having, like, how would you say a job and mental health tie together? Oh, geez. I feel like, <sighs> it, it's funny because all last year I was like, don't stress my mental. I was like, I need, like, nice space in here mm-hmm. but I think it ties heavily because if you aren't enjoying your work if you're not enjoying your work life then you're obviously not happy I don't know how to explain it no it just- I get it. <laughs> like in this is what I was like trying to 
like say when back in the day I was like you I'm pretty sure like fact check me if you want but I'm pretty sure you spend the majority of your life at work you do your entire life that's how I yes and I feel like last year like with me not enjoying my job I I would just wake up and be like oh I would just not enjoy coming to work and I realized that because I was spending so much time at work, I felt like my outside life, my regular day-to-day life was just getting sad as well. So I felt like I was spiraling into something that I typically have never, that mm-hmm. I've never done. And if, if maybe things were easier at work or I enjoyed what I was doing, or if people made, people made the job less stressful, then I feel like I would enjoy that job more. And that would not make me stress at work or because that's what it is. It's just stress. Yeah. I feel like, okay. So like I have obviously never enjoyed my jobs, but I have had good work friends. Yeah. So that has made it easier. And then everyone. Huh? Yeah. But how are the managers? I mean, they sucked, but I would spend like 45 minutes a day just talking to my friend because it's better to have a friend at work who you can like bitch about and they like know what you're going through, you know? Yeah. Like I'll come home and bitch to Nick and he's just like, "Mm." (laughs) but he don't get it. He don't know the pain. It's all like in my unpopular opinion, some of my best MF friends have came from my jobs. Hi, Stephanie. Um, like literally I met Steph and I was, and this was when I already got laid off and I was like, I hate the world. I'm never making another friend again because people are just weird and flaky and mean and da da da. And then I literally met my soulmate at work and like we don't have the same job anymore. And it was devastating when she left, but like, I'm happy that we had that meeting to forge a friendship of life, not just of work. Yeah, no, that's real. A lot of majority of my friends down here, I've met at work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, like my best friend down here, I met her. She was, that was my first job down here. And so we clicked instantly. Mm-hmm. And then the second job I had, I met my second friend, mm-hmm. one of my really good friends. And I was just like, okay, yeah, next job. <laughs> um, but it just ahead. makes, it does make job, like the job go by quicker mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. until it doesn't, until they yeah. leave. And it's just like, mm-hmm. but I, I definitely think if I, if my mind is being boggled down by like learning new things, and not just sitting there doing any nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I enjoy my job more because I'm actually doing something and I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. And I'd be learning something else because I at the other job I had tons of free time. Mm-hmm. And but it's just like the things that they had us doing was just like bullshit, basically. Oh, I thrive in my free time. So with all that being said, I know we talked about this before, but for the listeners, because we had different views about this, um, when Kim Kardashian said 
the best advice I have for women is to get your fucking ass up and work. It's just that simple. You thought. I feel, okay. So in the moment I felt like she was like, I was like, yeah, okay. You're right. Maybe I need that encouragement to get my ass up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She had, I mean, she may have had done it herself, but she also had like her mom pushing her, which is also good. Um, but they already had money. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if they already put like money down to build their careers to what they have now, but it is true. We do need to get off our asses and work and not always have to rely on somebody. Ew, I don't rely on anyone. Nick is a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say him. You said um yeah, okay. So yeah, Chelsea took it like thanks, Kim. I will, but (laughs) I will get off my fucking ass and work, but I, oh my God, I was so heated. I was like, all right, all right, Kim, I dare you to work my eight plus hours a day, work out, make dinner, clean the house, um, and pursue my multiple projects that are personal that no one pays me for that I just need the mental capacity to do I was like I dare you Kim Kardashian to do my life for one week I dare you and I think when that came out I was like so tired I was I hadn't been doing much for myself in my projects and then here she come and I was just like meet me on 75th in Kingston (laughs) I'm gonna beat your ass I just I just yeah like in my unpopular opinion everyone knows what they want and everyone knows it takes work. Yes. Um, so in my unpopular opinion, figure out how to do that without burning yourself out, figure out how to do that and hopefully still make money, figure out how to do that and be supported by friends and family. So when you do get burned out, you still have the support. Um, it's, it's not as simple as getting my ass up and working. (laughs) um but with that being said working full-time pursuing other projects for yourself how do you get out of a full-time funk oh geez um I think definitely working out helps Mm -hmm. so I that lately I noticed that really really motivates me Mm -hmm. but uh, I try to, I don't know. I try to start my day early so I can try and get stuff done, but lately I've been tired. <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. And it, it's funny because we just listened to this video that was telling us like, if you're not putting in 30 to 40 hours a week, well, actually they said 40 to 60, but that's a lot. But if you're not putting 30 to 40 hours in your dream job, then what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, but it Breaking. is Right. It is hard to do it when you do, when you are putting in 40 hours of work to somebody who doesn't pay. 
it's hard to put 40 hours in a job that you don't really care about and then go ahead and put an extra 40 hours in a week that you don't even have time for. So I don't know how I've never heard that before. And if you're like, yeah, I'm gonna take that. Don't that is suicide dead ass. Like no bullshit. That is literally you're killing yourself. Yeah. I commend the people who do have the time to do that. That's amazing. And if I did, if my job was, I was getting paid the same amount, but Mm part-time, I would love that because I would have so much more time. I would actually try and put maybe 30 hours for both. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. If there is anyone working 40 plus hours a week for just to pay your bills and live in someone and they're also working 40 hours a week plus for their personal projects, please send me your 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or like send me however you do it because no, like no. (laughs) That's why I wish I was a vampire so I didn't have to sleep. (laughs) Because if I didn't have to sleep, I would definitely be able to get so much more done. But well, if you were a vampire, well, never mind. But I was gonna say, if you were a vampire, you could just what is it? Uh, lure the <laughs> landlord to yeah. not have you pay rent. Oh, 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 yeah. Um, it's funny because like I can see you, but the listeners won't see you. So Chelsea's just like widening her eyes, like ever. <laughs> yeah or what is, I, don't, I, I just don't remember what it's called like razzle dazzle them into doing what you want what it's called razzle i forget what it's called on the vampire diaries what is it vampire diaries do what do they call it i forget it's called like somethinging it has an ing at the end yeah obviously. i forget though um in my unpopular opinion the best way to get out of a full-time funk for me is watching the television show friends because it just like resets my brain because I can just be so mentally in a funk that it's hard to get out of but like watching friends just like really gets me out and yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then like working out but like working out for me is like like I love the exercise but like getting there is like the worst yeah like I really have to yeah. get in a car, drive, stop at stoplights, pass a Chick-fil-A. I should stop at Chick-fil-A, but like keep going. <laughs> it's just yeah. a lot. And then, oh, so number one uh full-time funk getting out of is friends. And then two is Chandler. Like oh, he yes. comes at home. I come home and he greets me so happily. Like, oh, um. oh. It's just my heart. I love him. Um, what was your first dream job or did you always want to be an actress? I always wanted to be an actress. Really? That's so exciting. Yeah. I remember when I was a child, I wanted to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I saw like uh, our dare teacher told us that he was going to get maced and I was like, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And afterwards, I remember watching Disney Channel like that same week or something like that. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to be an actor. That's cool. Yeah. So I've had this dream since I was little. That's awesome. I love that for you. Um, I don't know. Well, I don't think I've had a 
any other dream job besides wanting to be an author. But I remember the first job I wanted to be, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Wow. Okay. But then I was like, ew. So we got over that. And then for a very long time, baby's got my nerves. Like, why are you crying? I don't got time for this. Yeah. You don't like kids. (laughs) And then literally not until I was out of college, got a degree in English and creative writing. I was out of college before I was like, I want to be an author. Like, I just didn't think, I didn't think about careers for a very long time. I barely even went to college. Like, don't even get me started. Um, Like, okay. So anyway, what matters to you? So in the book, when he was like, what matters to you? She was like, you. And then they kissed. <laughs> but um, I definitely what matters to you. Um, quality time mm. matters to me. Mm-hmm. And uh having time to relax and expressing ooh and my plants matter to me like or something doing dealing with plants um, I it, it's a huge stress reliever for me plants your plants yes wow I will come home and take care of them mm-hmm. but yeah I just definitely think quality time and time to relax and defunctify my brain of the day is what matters to me and trying my career (laughs) that's what matters you're doing it um I really like that you said quality time because like sometimes I'll say to Nicholas I'm like cancel all your plans we have to hang out or sometimes I'll hang out in a million years and we get this minuscule amount of time to hang out and he makes plans and then I cry (laughs) and I'm like oh yeah Yes, you need, you definitely need some quality time. Like I love hanging out with Brandon. I'll be like, hang out with me. <laughs> I love that. But no, seriously. So luckily he likes to do the same. Yeah. Um, me. But you- I'm sorry. It's not just like quality time with my uh, fiance. It's like quality time with friends mm-hmm. and family and just no, people just like- who you yeah spending good times with good vibes you know yes 100% really toxic sometimes so like when you're outside of work you need to make sure that you're around good healthy environments yeah yeah um did you at well okay (laughs) it I wrote it down like did you think you had to be mentally stable to be in a in a relationship but I find you to be very mentally stable. You're are you mentally stable? I think I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I definitely am, or I have been, but I honestly I think lately I have not been. Mm-hmm. Um like, I know a couple of weeks ago I was stressing the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But just because I just wasn't getting where I wanted to be in the right amount of time. But I um I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, yeah you do need to be in a good mental state to date somebody you have to love yourself before you love anyone else but I was in a good mental state 
What about you? Um, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yes, yes. I felt that I had to be mentally stable to be in a relationship, which is probably why I was never like technically in a relationship for a very long time because like I never, I'm pretty sure Nick's the first person I told about liking me and anxiety and depression. So I didn't even like want to put, give myself to someone else with them knowing that. But I was like, I'm gonna keep you. So you got to know. Um, yeah, I wouldn't consider myself mentally stable, but I'm like mentally aware, you know? Like I know what is up with Tay and how to attempt to handle it. Right. <laughs> Um, you're stressing out you're like okay I need to be doing this to yes do yes um Nick says that he is mentally stable and it helps being mentally stable in a relationship which I can agree I couldn't imagine Nick and I both going off the rails <laughs> no. yeah it is nice to have a partner that like brings you back to reality and is like okay sit down yeah. take a breather and yeah. think about what you're doing yeah, I just, even like when I'm like going through something, I like sitting next to Nick because he's just so calm, chill and collected. And I'm like, give me some of that. Right. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So this is how we're going back to grown-ish. Um, you're black. I'm black. Nora was black. Thus, what are your thoughts on black people, your blackness and mental health because I don't know if you know but it's like taboo talking yeah being black and having mental illness anxiety depression bipolar whatever and I'm like why yeah what are your thoughts I don't know why it's funny because my coworker was just talking about that um her um husband is um basically black he is black German and Puerto Rican and she said that like she was like yeah your daughter needs to go to therapy and he was like I don't I don't people don't go to therapy and I think I mean we're all human we need we need healthy living and healthy lifestyles so I believe in therapy I I think everybody doesn't matter what race you are everybody's psychology is the same because we are made of the same thing so I don't know. I believe in it. And I actually want to go to a therapist, not to like, because I have issues. I mean, everybody has issues, but just to see if I need to work some things out because I feel like I do yeah. like I don't finish things. I don't finish a book. So I need to, <laughs> I need to finish. Right. But um, I think a lot of things that has happened in the past is very traumatizing yeah. and things that we learned in school was traumatizing and we really did not get a chance to process this or our parents didn't know how to tell us like Mm -hmm. who we are like you know that type of stuff so I feel like definitely talking it out it doesn't have to be a therapist but I think definitely talking out with somebody is good for you mentally because we all need somebody to talk to yeah and I think in my unpopular opinion just like being black like (laughs) we need an outlet we need a support system like 
just like the lineage of life. I don't, I don't know if you feel this way, but I like feel that. I feel that. And mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh no, that's a lot. I, and then I got my own life I'm trying to merge and, and have. It's just yeah. too much. I am pretty sure at me in a while too. I'm pretty sure I'm the first person in my family who sought out therapy because I was just like, something's not right. Yeah. And not well. Um, so yes, I went to therapy and then when homegirl was like, have you ever thought about medication? I was like, you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. No. And I was like, I'm not doing that. See, I was like being all taboo about it. I was like, I'll do therapy, but I don't do medication. But, um, yeah. And then she was like, it was like months later. She was like, and where do we land on medication? (laughs) So yeah, in my unpopular opinion, you just need to find someone you trust, speak to them as long as you need to and then just like find healthy coping mechanisms because being on medication has helped tremendously for me I know medication is not for everyone but I just the thought that I was against it for so long and then did and didn't have to be because it has made a difference like ill um on that note, I think a lot of people, that's why they don't want to go to a therapist because they're going to prescribe them something. And I think a lot of people don't want their kids or don't want to feel like they have to take a pill just to feel happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that what do you say? So all they need is God. Ah, um, that was what I was going to say about grownish because oh. jazz. Oh, well, this is kind of a spoiler for you jazz like she was going through it she went to therapy went on medication she was like i'm black we don't do this da, da, da. but like she didn't she like feels better like stop the stigma stop it because yeah. mm. and yeah. you were talking about people who are like i don't want to do this da, da, da. and i'm like this is just helping you become more self-aware and like you don't have to there's a multitude of ways to like find your power yeah and- it doesn't have to be medication, but I just, just, it's fine. Everyone has problems. We should all just do what we can to help ourselves. Like, what the, I don't understand. I don't even understand why yeah. we have this, but we do. Yeah. It, with our, I don't know about, you know, the future of our kids, but well, my yep. kids. Yep. <laughs> but I think um a lot of parents were like you'll be fine just go to talk to Jesus yes oh my god yeah and with I agree but I feel like a lot of people do need medicine to change their hormones because hormones can be off balanced Mm -hmm. they just need help all it is is help you're asking God for help ask Lexapro for help you know what did you say? You ask God for help. Ask that's a brand of antidepressants. Oh, you had cut out, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Um, in my unpopular opinion, oh, I wish I knew I had anxiety and depression sooner, because I thought I was crazy. <laughs> Mainly because people call me crazy. 
but it was <laughs> I mean I I'm a but like no um no no it's no there's a difference between crazy and anxiety um so I know everyone who called me crazy or dramatic and that's the one I always hated I would literally be like sobbing and they're like you're so dramatic and I'm like oh my gosh then I told you you were dramatic one time you were like I'm serious I was like oh yeah thanks um yeah give me a dollar everyone owes me a dollar for calling me crazy and or dramatic because I was really going through something shit um so what keeps you going in life Ooh. um I don't know I I think I have to bring myself back a lot of times I'll be like okay I try to journal a little bit um I try try I I only say journal as in like I do it sometimes I don't do it all the time but whenever I feel uh, stressed I do yeah, yeah. but yeah whenever um, don't do so, it. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. no I if I feel a little stressed out I'll do yoga that morning mm-hmm. and then I will journal a little bit and then I'll talk to God and I'll read my little prompts um. And then I go on a nice long walk. Walking is so good. I love having Chandler because I literally love starting my day with the walk. Mm-hmm. I love it. It just like gets all my limbs loose and just like really sets a good tone for the day. Does it? Mm-hmm. No. But the, mm, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Right. Um. So you, oh, this is kind of tied back to the book. You have a sticker business on Etsy, created by Latrice. I said (laughs) created by Latrice on Etsy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Link in description. And something that helps Nora throughout the day when completing a task, she would like put a sticker on her shirt. And then she'd be like walking around with all these stickers on her shirt and just be like, hee hee hee, I'm so cool and fun. So I I need a um, sheet of stickers, please. <laughs> I honestly think that would be so fun because like I make a to-do list and it does feel good crossing something off, but I want stickers. Right. And then are they like motivational stickers or are they like smiley faces? Yeah, just like smiley faces and stars. Hmm. Okay. About it. Because I need it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll learn how to do that. Don't know how to make a sticker sheet yet without poking uh, all the way through. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. So like, riddle me this. Chelsea wants to become an actress. Well, like she is an actress, but like, what do you see? How do you, how do you see your career looking like? Um, I could totally see me working on a TV show, maybe for like five seasons or just more than like long running season. Don't have to be the lead character, but I would love to be like the top five characters of the show. Let's go with top three. Yes, top three. Yeah. Um, well, if they have a long storyline, uh, if you're if that person is a series regular, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it would be cool to be in like a couple action movies, but I don't know. I actually every year this changes because I'm like. I would love, I, I say like, oh, I would love to 
be in so many things, but have a different, like not be as famous. But lately I've just been like, I don't, I, it would be so dope to win an Oscar or an Emmy or an Academy or whatever. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. But I can't think of my career just for that. Yeah, for sure. Like I need to think of my career and like fall more in love with the journey and mm-hmm. um, acting itself instead of winning awards. Yeah. That's a small part of it instead of the main thing. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking about, I actually just thought about this the other day, but I don't know. I just want to, I want to make people cry on TV. Like I want to be so good that the person's like, dang, she like that hit me right here. Aww. I want to be that good. Um, You were talking about being famous and like one of, so like, I just have like a bookstagram, but like there are bookstagrammers with like a lot of followers like thousands of followers and like that freaks me out I don't know I, I just can't I just I feel like the more people the more outside opinion does that make sense yeah but I mean no isn't that why you started because well you probably wanted to share your love for books with people mm-hmm. but wouldn't it be fun to strike a, strike a book, strike up a conversation with someone, good yeah. or bad? Even though sometimes bad, you can always ignore them. But yes, oh my god, yeah, I got trolled for the first time because I posted Rachel Lindsay's book and she was the Bachelorette and like a whole bunch of white people hate her and they were like, she sucks and so do you. And I was like. But that's just, you have to realize like, that's just their opinion. That's their, what do you always say? Unpopular opinion. (laughs) Yeah. It was just weird. I did. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Jesus takes the will on that. Um, but just like even becoming an author. So peep this, I was on a zoom with Jasmine Guillory. I think that's how you pronounce it. And she was working as a lawyer for three book three books yes I was like it was a she was the writer you said yeah and still she was a writer and still working as a lawyer full-time for three books and I was like I can barely write one book and do my job full-time but it's also time management oh I know yeah don't even hey that was one of our things that was like the only thing I did not do did not take with me um so yeah I'm not I don't know how my how I want my career to look a lot of authors like they're celebrities to me and um other book people will be like how does it feel being a celebrity and they're like I'm not famous at all and we're like yes you are (laughs) um but I really, I just want to write books. And you said you want to be on screen making people cry. I want to be on paper making people cry. Like that's pretty much yeah. how it is. Yeah. I want to create things. Like literally, that's all I want to do. I just love creating. I love it. Like yeah. nothing better in my unpopular opinion than creating same yeah so 
what's next for you? <laughs> um, well, I booked a commercial. Well, I, I think I kept saying that because I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I that next week. Yeah. So I, I just been auditioning and I want to take some more classes. I'm trying my, I'm trying to learn a new skill. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just want to do that. And I want to grow my business um, and just reach more people and see what else I can create. So we'll yeah. see. You have to keep me posted on that sticker sheet. I'm de- like, I'm still about to be walking around with stickers because, oh, I just love crossing stuff off my to-do list, but like, that's for me. And then I just want to like be seeing that, oh, she does stuff. She's covered in stickers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were taking classes. Thus, I looked up how to take classes. Thus, I'm taking writing classes and I love them so much. So thank you for that idea. And also thank you to my writing group because they told me about the classes to sign up. But Latrice, thank you so much for coming on to I Just Read This Book, the podcast. How do you feel? Yay, I had so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Even though I did not read the book, I had a, I watched it in my head. So <laughs> thank you for narrating it. And no problem. We should do this for all the books that I decide to read. Well, I you're actually scheduled for June's episode, so I have to read the book. Yeah, and you're running out of time, so chop chop. Fuck. <laughs> like you literally have to read this book, so chop chop. Actually, you're gonna hate this. I saw it at the library. I was at um, I was at Barnes and Noble's getting a wedding book wedding magazine and mm. but you told me to go to um a small business to buy it so I didn't buy it there yeah, okay um <laughs> yeah yeah but ugh, low Jesus um I literally love having that you came on and I'm excited that I just read this book the podcast is crossing state lines what yeah. <laughs> okay so um so next month will be a little different I will actually have both Jamie and Olivia with me to discuss one of my favorite books everything everything by Nicola Yoon this is going to be very fun for me because Olivia is super romance and Jamie is absolutely not romance. And I am like somewhere like wavering on side to side. It literally depends on my mood. Um, so one host, two guests and unlimited Chandler snorts coming at you next time, Thursday, May 26th on, I just read this book, the podcast, Latrice, I love you. Love you. Thank you for having me. Oh, stop it. I can't wait for you to come back when you read a book. Um, tell Brandon hello and that I love him. And I'm sorry he can't come to Miami, but gotta pay them bills. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Go out and do something or someone that makes you happy because we only have one life and there's no point in wasting it that's it. Um, You all make me so, so happy. Thank you so, so much for your time until we meet again on Thursday, May 26th. Yes.